felt like there was a Bigfoot sighting, I think, in that same area that there was last year. Yeah. But I couldn't find anything specific. So, yeah, I'll have to see what I can hunt down. So I want to, I want to know, give me more Bigfoot in Ohio. Give me more Bigfoot uh, lore in Ohio. And did, you, did you see um, Small Towns Monsters has released a new Mothman documentary? No, I didn't. Yeah, I'm oh, going to. That's exciting. Probably watch that today. And then I learned there's a. Watch that today myself before. If I have time before WrestleMania. WrestleMania. Part two. Part two. Yeah, I'll I'll let you know. We may end up going like house looking or something like that tonight. Um, But if I'm not out and about, I will hop on Discord and we can stream it that way. Yeah, I'll be Um, uh, I'll be watching it regardless. Yeah, I'll be watching. I'll be watching regardless. I am excited. Last night was so last night was great last night. I'm glad everybody was able to come over and even just the matches themselves were great. That that was match. That was so good. A Rhea Ripley match was amazing. And she beat Charlotte Flair. She finally, yeah, she beat Charlotte Flair. Thank that makes you. me we so were, happy. And we got so intense. We got so intense about it. <laughs> and it, it, was, it was so great. <laughs> so that, great. It, should, it was, yeah, like I said, I had, I had been a while since I watched WWE, but the last time I watched it, Flair beat Ripley for the NXT championship. And so... <sighs> Such bullshit. Yeah, no, this was the this was the way to go. This is total and then Sami Zayn. I my energy was spent after the Rhea Ripley versus Charlotte Flair, but yeah. the the Sami Zayn versus Sami Zayn Kevin Owens versus the Usos, man, that was also just masterful storytelling, in my opinion. Like oh, I yeah. loved it. I absolutely loved it. Like the end where they're all four of them are in the ring and Kevin Owens, you hear him and the camera's like, let's end it. And they just like wail on each other. I'm like, yeah, that's it. That's it. That's right. That's, that's why we like the wrestle. That's why we like the wrestle. Yeah. And then I, I learned that there's going to be, I can't remember exactly when I have to look it up, but there's going to be a UFO conference and like, just a, like outside of the air force base. Oh, uh, the right pat airport space? Yeah, like uh what I'll are they to, hiding? I'll have to attend it again. I'll, I'll have to to look up the information, but like streaming like the internet attendance is only like $35. That's not so bad. Uh, yeah, in person's like 250. Oh my. What are and they I hiding? Was like, <laughs> I, was, I was like I was like we better get to see the aliens for that much. What are uh, they hiding? But apparently what that I, I, either that Saturday, Friday or that Saturday, there's also going to be a, a costume contest and parade. One, and then there's going to be w- one costume contest for people and one costume contest for dogs. <laughs> I, thought, I swear, I thought you were going to say there's going to be a costume contest for aliens. Uh, may, well, possibly. We just won't know. Like, we just won't know. Like, the like alien costume contest. <laughs> be it's it's going to be men in black with the, the, the Howard suit or whatever it was. With the- yeah. <laughs> How's it? <laughs> oh my god uh okay well everybody everybody. yeah welcome another episode that's not a month in the waiting of our haunted backyard yes yeah the podcast where we talk about small town spooky country road cryptids and other local legends i also realized we should have had hometown haunts or hometown Hometown hauntings in there 
Hometown Hauntings. Yeah, it's that's too late also, though. We already got business cards. We can't we change got it. Business cards. <laughs> <laughs> we can't change it. We can't add it. We can't. Of course, we can't do it later. We can't add it later and add business cards in later. Of course. But not. yeah, it's to. So we're we're back with another episode, and today it's Eric's turn. Yeah, it's my turn today, and it's this one's the well, the tale that I have today is. It is very true crimey, but it does dip into the paranormal. Like it does dip into the paranormal, but it is scary. It is spooky. Mm-hmm. It is from Ohio, uh, and it is based in Ohio as well. Um, so, because so, just to start off as like a nice segue, D- Ian, your experience and or what is your experience with like slashers, like slasher movies like slasher movies not a ton i tend not to enjoy them as much but i i have gone back and started like watching some of the classics so i've seen the original halloween which i actually really enjoyed oh yeah it's that was um masterpiece uh i've seen nightmare on elm street Mm -hmm. which i also enjoyed uh haven't seen any friday the 13th yet i love friday the 13th I've watched like Scream, the original Scream. I finally watched that this year and I I get why people like it. I Mm -hmm. didn't as much. Mm -hmm. Uh, Partially because I. uh, I'm not a big fan of. uh, Well, there's a difference between being meta and Mm -hmm. reference, and I don't referential humor wears thin for me. And a lot of that movie was just reference. There was a meta element to it, but it was also mostly just a bunch of references. I I think with Scream, I don't think like I think with Scream, uh, I think you have to be like a hardcore slasher fan going in. And because this was made after the big slasher movement of the 80s, like Scream was made after the giant giant slasher boom that was the 1980s horrorscape and it was definitely a play on all of the tropes that that genre did in a meta uh comedy about like all of the tropes that slasher films had and so like but i also get why it is like with everything it is it could be considered weaker especially if you were not like a major slasher fan like myself going in well especially like I could, like when I was watching it, I'm like, I get this why this was big at that time, and I understand why it was game changing. But um, by this point in time, we've had so many other movies that have done very similar things. Yeah. Um, and then I kind of think better, like like a uh, Tucker and Dale versus Evil, mm, Cabin in the Woods, Cabin in the Woods. Uh, so yeah, yeah. like there like there's ones where I'm like, I get the importance of Scream. I just it it's it goes into the long list of movies that I was probably too old to have watched. Like, if I had watched it when I was younger, I would appreciate mm-hmm. it a lot more. I definitely did watch it when I just started getting into horror, and like I had already watched like uh, at least up to part four of the thirteenth, and had already uh, seen like a couple of the other ones, like Nightmare on Elm Street and uh, stuff like that. Uh, so I was like going in. I was like basically bred for it. Now I'm I'm very excited to see what they what they did with the new one. Um, but uh, yeah, I know it's because uh, yeah, I'm sorry. Lex Witten saw it and said it was good. 
Good. Okay, sweet. Yeah, because I'm really ex- interested to see it because I really liked I really like Scream like as a franchise. Uh, but it's because uh, today's story is the Hatchet Man of Ohio. It's, it's very it's, slashery. It's it's about the insane clown posse, <laughs> right? <laughs> um, I wish. I wish I will out myself as an, as an insane clown posse fan. I will out myself as a juggalo. I'm a new, I'm a new juggalo. I am N- a, newly, new, not a born, you're a born again juggalo. I'm a born again juggalo. <laughs> <laughs> whoop, whoop. Uh, <laughs> well, uh, so for uh, this week's installment of beer in my backyard, uh, kind of in the realm of, I guess, slashers, uh, I've got soul hunter. Oh, you can kind of see it. It's got three big boys on it. Three big wolfy boys. Looks and it looks like is, it, is it. Or is that supposed to be a Cerberus? I think it's three separate dogs. Oh, wait, I see the feet. I see the. feet. Yeah, you can mind. see the extra feet. When I first got I it, I thought it was feet. Cerberus. But then I was like, oh, wait, no, there's too many feet. Maybe, hmm. Or maybe it's like, you know, like the, the rat king where it's like rats. Oh, get all their yeah. Tails. Maybe it's kind of the same thing where it's a wolf. King where the wolves get all their tails like tied up <laughs> together, which would be terrifying. Rat kings are terrifying. Uh, a, I kind of want to have a wolf king in like a D and D game. As a mo- like as a monster you run across, that would be yeah. that would be terrifying and super fun. I think to run across um, that D and D. This is made by um, Toppling Goliath Brewing Company. Yeah, that's a pretty in cool uh, Iowa. Yeah, that's I, I A is Iowa, correct? Yeah. Yeah, I A is Iowa. I'm pretty sh- sure. That looks roughly Iowa wrong. shaped. Ah, I think that's Iowa. Again, yeah. people will correct us if we're wrong. <laughs> uh, but it's a double IPA with hand selected Simcoe, Simcoe Cryo, and Rewaka hops. I've never and heard of Rewaka hops. Yeah, that's a lot of words. I don't know. Uh, but mm. it's uh, unfiltered as well. So it looks super juicy. And mm. it is super juicy, and I'm enjoying it. I am so sorry that I am also not there in person again. I have just a lot. I'm still like we moved everything into the house, but it's unpacking and still in the process of unpacking and everything. That is just as big a process as moving. Like the moving itself is the month, two months that it takes you to finally get everything unpacked and organized. So Mm -hmm. and then having to. Yeah, because it's also because we're moving like five people into a house. So Mm -hmm. there's there's all just five people's worth of stuff and lives and everything. Yeah, no, I, I get that. That's we originally when we were started house hunting, we were kind of like, maybe we can find a place that we just want to stay forever. Uh, because moving is such like a stress and especially the unpacking part. But oh, my God. Yeah. But now we're just like, no, let's find a place that we can tolerate for three years until we can like build a house or something like that. So mm-hmm. that, I'm that's feeling you there. Yeah. I completely understandable. Um, so, yeah, I just have water to wet, wet to wet my whistle. You're saving up all that beer energy for WrestleMania. Yes, I'm saving up all my beer energy for WrestleMania tonight. Uh, <laughs> night two. Cody Rhodes gonna, is going to win. It's going to sound really stupid if he doesn't, but I'm saying it right now. Cody Rhodes is beating Roman Reigns. <laughs> and everyone, if uh, you hear this and Eric's prediction comes true, you owe us like 10 bucks. Yes. <laughs> or at least a follow on this podcast yeah <laughs> <laughs> you owe me at least to follow if i am right that's what we were talking if we decide to do like a uh, a patreon 
and then do like Patreon exclusive episodes. We've been talking about doing like wrestling because we talk about we talk wrestling so much already, like just making that into a podcast. Um, yeah. And either like just talking about stuff that's going on now or maybe do like a, a wrestling history podcast because I find the history of wrestling going back into like the old carny days super interesting. I would also uh, love to do that. I would also I ha- love a be, be real quick before we get to the actual story as a possible teaser for something. If another thing that we could do for a podcast that I forgot to tell you last night for um, Patreon is since you didn't, I think we might have talked about it before. Since you didn't grow up watching Power Rangers, mm-hmm. I would I would kind of love to do a podcast where like I am the old veteran fan rewatching Power Rangers with you who has never exposed to Power Rangers at all. And then we kind of have a podcast of just going episode by episode, me like talking about Power Rangers. I am down for that. Power Power Range in time. Power Range in time. It's Morphin Time. That's probably a podcast already. Yeah. Well and the, like last time we talked about Animorphin Time, which Anim- is the, oh, the Animorphs yeah. one. Or the reverse um, happens where you yeah, take where it's, me it's, through the rabbit hole of animorphs. Well, and well, there in there is a podcast called Animorph in Time now, and it's it's basically the same yeah. concept, but with animorphs. Where it's one guy who was a big fan of animorphs as a kid. Um, <laughs> we, we could combine the two and just do like a like one episode is you, I watch an episode of animorph uh, of a uh, Power Rangers, and the next one is you read an animorphs book. Oh my god! <laughs> I hope they are an audiobook. <laughs> <laughs> They're only like. There, you can read it in like you can read an animorph books in an hour. It's I am I have I'm a terrible novel reader. Yeah, yeah. I am yeah I am a terrible novel reader. Uh, they audiobooks, which is why audiobooks are great for me. It's just my like diagnosed I think ADHD and also the modern school system of making mo- novels feel like homework. Yeah, I I'm fairly certain there's animorph uh, audiobooks. Which would be wild to hear somebody describe, like, turning into a fly. <laughs> but that's not an animal. <laughs> Which, flies are an animal. That's true. They're, that's fair. But on the spookiness of everything. Okay, yeah, let's, let's talk about this hatchet boy. Hatchet man, uh, not related to Insane Clown Posse. His name was, I think, he has the best name for, like, a scary murder serial killer his name is andrew hellman that the only thing that's missing is uh middle name yeah all serial killers have three names and they didn't give me a middle name but his name is andrew hellman he also had an a a, uh, alias that we will get to later oh uh but he was convicted of murder in 1843 is a few years a few years before America's actual first serial killer, um, Return Ward. The guy's name was Return. The first of Ohio's first serial killer, um, what like after this was Return Ward in eighteen. He was convicted in eighteen fifty-seven. The hell of a name, Return. That is, especially Return Andrew Hellman and Return Ward, like. Yeah. That is like horror film stuff. Like that is what I'm like. I need to name this this slasher character. I'm going to name Hellman. Yeah, Hellman. Here's all the history and everything. So it's going to sound like a last podcast on the left episode. Uh, but Andrew Hellman was 25 years old when he traveled from Germany to Baltimore in 1817. He had been apprenticed to a tailor, uh, and his apprenticeship ended. He decided to see the world. After a few odd years of wandering around Europe, he set sail 
for America. And, and I'm gonna want, I'm gonna travel the world, see the sights, <laughs> go to Ohio, and then end up in Ohio. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, somewhere and, exotic and, ohio we I, I i we were apparently i guess we were back then because we were like cause again they the first colonies were the ones like like by the pacific ocean right and then they people just moved the atlantic but yeah like that's yeah, ohio mid 1800s ohio would have been like the f- furthest like it would be our one of the furthest like heavily settled western regions of, of america like indiana mm. as well but then like yeah you'd get any further west you're starting to get into what we start considering like early wild west but yeah. so yeah like ohio and at that point in time ohio was like was kind of like an up-and-coming heavy industrial uh yeah. like centralized industrial place so there was like cincinnati uh columbus and even like and because of that dayton it were uh kind of major cultural and uh, economic hubs so which is which kind of still is our little a little bit now but not as mm-hmm. much as it was back then yeah um, since since anymore dayton's kind of the lack of indus like heavy industry has made dayton a very sad place but yeah it has unfortunately <laughs> uh in 1820 he was bored he was boarding at a farmhouse of of a george m abel in Landon County, Virginia. So before he went to Ohio, he ended up in Virginia. Um, and he was working at neighboring farms. And while he was doing that, apparently this is... It just as he was working it, it was shown that Hellman pr- professed a strong dislike of women. Uh, he, quite, he was quite outspoken in his belief that their only role in the world was as servants to men. Oh, yay. Oh yay! So he's Early already 19th century incel vibes. So he's already a terrible person. Like going in, we all know that he killed people, but he was already a terrible person before he killed people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so no sympathy whatsoever. But despite him being super outspoken of man, I don't like women. Uh, he was he married George's daughter, who was 20 years old, named Mary. I mean, like. What's that boss thinking? Like, if I was your boss <laughs> and yeah. you said, you know what? Women are the worst thing. All day this guy is on the farm and he is just spouting and spitting about like how much he does not like women. And then he's the, 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 shoveling like cow poop. And he's just like, oh, I fucking hate women with their women's. And then dad's over there be like, you know what? That guy should marry my daughter. <laughs> That's the guy who's going to marry my daughter. <laughs> that guy. That guy seems all right. The, the Baltimore Sun, the uh, newspaper, described her at the time as, um, this is a weird word, described her as a uh, blithe, buxom, and lighthearted country girl with rosy cheeks and sparkling eye. Totally unacquainted. This big titty country girl. Yeah, she and also totally unacquainted to the deceitfulness of the world. 
<laughs> so she's so she unfortunately is the stereotypical farmer's daughter and doesn't know anything about the outside world. She probably thinks all dudes are like this. Unfortunately, <laughs> all men hate me. That's just all normal. men hate me. That's that's it. That's just what it is. Poor. I'm, I really feel bad for her because she probably had no say in yeah. this whatsoever. Oh uh, well, definitely. Yeah, it's, it's probably it was more like a business yeah. transaction. Oh, 100%. Uh, they married in December of 1821. And after a f- just a few months of marriage, I'm surprised it took him, I, I'm surprised it was that uh, that long, Hellman gradually began to lose affections for his new wife. Did he have any <laughs> affections to begin with? <laughs> Say, I don't think he had any affection at all. Um, towards this like, woman. I really like the ways you are a servant. <laughs> That's, oh, you, that, I no longer like you. I'm going to Ohio. Well, they end up taking, end up going. Both him and his bride end up going to Ohio, as as punishment for my dislike of you. You are going to Ohio with me. <laughs> Ohio is for lovers. <laughs> Ohio is for his lovers. <laughs> they were uh, with. He began to lose affection for his new wife, and they they were still living with their parents. So he kept his fiendish disposition trained and treated a Mary with indifference. So like he he basically like he just like lived there. Like mm-hmm. he didn't really he basically probably did everything he was supposed to do and already did, but just as like oh I'm married and he didn't give it a second thought. Mm-hmm. Like so but apparently even though that he gradually lost he gradually lost affection, which again, didn't have much affection to begin with. Uh, so it's almost like you're subtracting zero from zero. Uh, they had a, they had a, their first child named Louisa. Um, oh, he probably hated that. Yeah. Who was also a girl. So he probably hated her immediately. Like, yeah, they've had their first child uh, named Louisa. Uh, was, she was born the following year. So 1822. And he viewed the birth as a serious misfortune. Oh, no. Another woman. That's the last thing this world needs. Oh, my God. This guy is horrible. I, I hated this guy when I was researching him. I was like, this guy just well, yeah. works. I mean, yeah, like we said, the right off the bat, like, he's a serial killer. Already don't like. Uh, yeah. We're going to take a controversial stance here and say serial killers aren't good. <laughs> right. I don't care if that gets us canceled. Just. Serial killers are not good people. Started, whoa, sorry to rip the, pull the curtain out from under you, but <laughs> serial killers, not good people. So, and, and, so they were already in Ohio at this point in time, right? With their, their daughter was uh, born in Ohio? They are still in Virginia. They were still oh, okay. in Virginia. Uh, they're about to get some land in Ohio, and they're going to okay. move their the farm there. In the following spring, uh, yeah, what? Oh, I was You're just wondering. I, I was yeah. wondering about the crossover of Hellman and Johnny Appleseed. Oh no! <laughs> Johnny Appleseed, st- stay away from my, stay away from my hatchet trees. Don't hatchet my tree. <laughs> so, no, I hate the ap- apples. Are like women's. I hate them. <laughs> they, they, they are too. They are too juicy and red. Like they are buxom like my wife. And I, which to which I hate. <laughs> to, so it's, I must, I must now kill all these apples. Oh my God! The following spring, uh, they moved out of Mary's father's home and rented a small place nearby. Uh, so they're still in Virginia. They they decided they were fed up with uh, Mary's dad. Moved out in eighteen twenty seven. They had a third child somehow uh, named John. 
so what, what was second child's name? I, I think we, uh, we missed second child. Uh, they did not give them. It's it might be down for when he unfortunately kills them. Oh um, oh oh! Spoilers. In, yeah. Oh, oh spoilers. <laughs> um, spoilers. He 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 kills his children. Uh, but in this in this part of the paragraph that I got, it did not tell me. It just skipped immediately to third child. Okay, so we do um, not know gender or name of second child. Just do not do no. gender or name of second child. Andrew declared that if she never had another child, Andrew declared that if she ever had another child, he would kill her. Oh, yeah. That's uh, yeah. I feel like I feel like I feel like if you don't want her to have another child, ultimately have a like just there's an obvious thing that you should stop doing if you don't want to have children anymore. Yeah, you there's already don't. Obvious like thing. Yeah, there's an obvious thing. Stop doing. Honestly, you like, legitimately don't want th- children. Anymore. This is one of those situations where I'm like, yeah, <laughs> you should not abandon your family. But this one, I'd be like, yeah, go leave. Just leave. Just leave. Just go and away. Like, uh, take the kids and just go. Like this guy is is not good. Uh, during this period of like John, uh, when their uh, third child was born, he would leave the home for months. And return home with promises of reformation. Um, she would just keep going in and out of the house, like leaving for months in and out of the house. And he would keep, again, yeah, keep coming home with, I'm going to be better, I promise. We've all had, we've all had relationships like that. Yeah. Um, and, but through that entire time, it, they knew that the children and Mary knew that there, this it was just a process and there was no way that he was going to be better. And mm-hmm. they lived when they unfortunately lived in constant fear and disposition Oof. the whole time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So horrible home life for. Yeah. It Mary s- sounds like he family. was abusive. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds like outside like of just like hate, like, like hateful. He was like, it yeah, probably physically abusive and. Or even or in, and probably emotionally abusive with the constant. Yeah. I'm going to get better. I'm better. The band's going to make it. <laughs> I promise, darling. It's, it's, it's this half on heights is why I want to move to Ohio. We're going to be very big. Uh, oh, man. Hawthorne Heights. Um, Mary's, uh, but a, a nice, a, in, in an uplifting sort of note, Mary's father wanting to give his children a start in the world sold a portion of his farm and bought pieces of land for Mary and her two brothers in Ohio. So Mary also had two brothers, which we um, don't know the names of. Uh, but in 1831, Andrew and Mary moved to Carroll County, Ohio, uh, which is wh- where their father purchased some land for them. So their father, again, he probably, like, yeah, like, George was like, that's the guy that's married my daughter. But, I mean, Andrew probably is cool with it because, again, wealthy dad. So he probably knew that going in. Like, so unfortunately, he is also you know, a dirtbag for doing that. Um, they, yeah, they moved to Carroll County, Ohio. They lived uh, in there for, they lived at Carroll County for about five years. Um, and Andrew became a successful farmer. He owned, he ended up owning two farms that the website describes as fine. <laughs> just, there's, there's some pigs, there's a horse, he's got some potatoes. It's okay. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> People just going up to it and like, this is a fine farm. 
fine. Yeah, it's okay, I guess. Middle of the road. That kind of thing. <laughs> so I, I just looked up where Carroll County was, and mm-hmm. uh, partially because Ohio is large, but also not that, not that large, but, like, interesting yeah. co- uh, connection, feeding back to stuff we've talked about before. Same county that uh, Minerva is located that's in. right. Oh, Minerva is the right. largest village in Carroll County. Oh, wow. It, see, it's all connected. It's what if the connected. Minerva monster is just this, just this really, really old German dude? We are so, you and I are, so, I feel like we're, every time we do a new episode of this podcast, we're closer and closer to having a cork board full of yarn. And I just feel like that's in our future. I'm already, I, yeah, <laughs> I will make my Ohio, my Ohio weird cork board. Like I, I like Pepe. It's going to, it's going to look like Pepe Sylvia from it's always sunny in Philadelphia. <laughs> like 100%. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god um so yeah and this so they moved in 1831 to carroll county near the minerva monster which will happen later in the 70s we have an whole episode about that <laughs> um but um and in 1836 uh he sold wait i think i met, i think I, I lost my place there for a second i got uh, really excited about bigfoot again yeah, <laughs> uh, they lived in Carroll County for five years. And Andrew became a successful farmer in 1836. He sold his farm because they were so fine uh, and moved the family to a Logan County, Ohio, where one of Mary's brothers actually lived. Um, Andrew became more uh, Morris and Sud and Sullen, uh, but his family become used to this, used to his dark moods, and expected nothing better. <laughs> <laughs> we're just used to this moody fucker we're just used to our dad being a a, a, a horrible dad not like Rey Mysterio he's a good dad <laughs> sorry I had to loop it back <laughs> I should have been the Minerva monster's son <laughs> I wanted I should have been the grass man's son. okay um, so yeah Logan County that's actually getting closer to us like a yeah. that's just like west of like Columbus north of Springfield Oh wow! Yeah, that's really close. Yeah, that's that's a uh, Bell Fountain. Yeah, that's this is in the spooky connection at the end is in Bell Fountain. These, mm-hmm. the, the spooky connection is in Bell Fountain. Um, as he became just a horribly depressed dude, and his family just got used to him being a dick. I um, miss my fine farms. <laughs> uh, I'm still in Ohio, and I don't have anything now. I'm sad. Uh, in 1839, all three of his children suddenly took ill. Oh no, uh, all my children, look at how ill they oh, are. No. It's so surpri- surprising twist of events. Uh, all three were have taken ill, and in 48 hours, uh, Louisa, 17, and John, who was only 12, so neither, so these kids were 17 and 12, both of them were dead. In 48 hours. Um, Mary believed Andrew poisoned them, but there was no way to prove. Uh, Andrew did it, but he, and he vigorously denied it, but he did it. Mm-hmm. did it like uh, again not to take a controversial stance but on my soapbox the fact that they both got sick and died within like yeah the same 40 hours of each other that sounds like i guess i, I would just want more details about like what mm. parti- in particular they had or if it was just like oh yeah they're sickly now that does sound suspicious mm. on september 26 um mary's on the of the same year 
1839. So all his kids are dead. And on, and on September 26th of that year, Mary's brother George uh, had also just started to become unwell. She went over to help on his farm. And two days later, George, Rachel's wife, George's wife, Rachel, to see... Okay, there's a lot of different names in here, so I apologize. Mm-hmm. Um, I got... Uh, on September 26th... I'll just read it word for word instead of trying to put my own spin on it. Mm-hmm. Uh, on September 26th, Mary's brother George was unwell, and she gladly went... Gladly sent Henry, which I, is her other brother, um, to assist in his uncle... Oh, that might be their second kid, Henry. Henry was their okay, so kid, middle child's like. name is Henry. Okay, middle child's name is Henry. I don't know mystery why. Solved. <clears throat> mystery solved. We got solved. In America. <laughs> Good. We did it. Uh, so Henry, their middle child. Mary sent Henry, their middle child, to go assist his uncle George on the farm because he was sick. Uh, two days later, George's wife, who was named Rachel, went to see her sister-in-law Mary. Uh, and when she entered the door, she saw Andrew lying in bed in the front room with his head and face covered in blood. He told her that two nights earlier, two robbers had entered the house and beat him unconscious with a club. And when he came to, when he came to, he was lying on the bed, too suffering to move. Rachel asked how Mary was. Andrew said he didn't know and told her to look in the back room. There, uh, they found Mary's mangled corpse lying in a pool of her own blood, uh, splattered all over the wall and ceiling. Oh, good. Yeah. I mean, I, I guess as far as, like, stories go, he didn't give an awfully unbelievable-ish one like i yeah i guess like no. at first i was like oh i this blood i don't know where it came from but he's like no oh, i no. got beat up with a club and was unconscious for a while mm. so but like, like but yeah it's already like yeah my kids died and now my wife is dead suddenly suddenly and also look in that back room maybe she's there like okay like fine uh, I don't yeah, know like, why specifically there. That's suspicious. I've got this ink. My my concussion has given me psychic <laughs> powers. My my concussion. These concussions that I have, I now have superpowers. And she is probably in the back room. In the back rooms, uh, a coroner's jury was hastily assembled in the house. Uh, John Abel accused his brother-in-law of murder. So John being Mary's other brother, he was, he accused Andrew of the murder. The jury seeing Hellman lying prostrate on the bed asked John. So this guy is still lying and keeping up the act. Andrew is still keeping up this act. (laughs) I've, I've been attacked and my head is hurt so much. I'm so innocent. Oh, look how hurt. Like, he's, like, playing possum. Just like, I'm so hurt. Mm-hmm. Look at me. Um, after seeing him pros- laying prostrate on the bed, uh, asked John what evidence he had. He said he had none. It's like, look, guys, my brother-in-law did it. What evidence do you have? Well, okay. I ha- I don't have none in personally. <laughs> it's just a, a gut feeling. Just like... a gut feeling. Uh, he suggested that they, they physically examine... Uh, Hellman's Andrew Hellman's wounds, mm-hmm. uh, and when they made the examination, the result was uh, not a scratch, 
uh, or a cut or any abrasion or of any kind was on Andrew's body. So already that should tell you the blood is not his. Yeah, and like it they, is not a. There's no evidence of him actually getting attacked. Yeah. So I again controversial. I agree with uh, John. I agree with Mary's brother-in-law. <laughs> so during all this, is Henry, Henry still alive though? Yeah, Henry is still alive. Okay, so he survived this. Henry this is, is not dead okay. yet. Feeling bad for the... Yet. <laughs> he might be... Yeah, he might die. But uh, yeah, but Henry is still alive. Their middle child is still alive. Uh, at, Feeling at bad this for this point kid. In time. Same, yeah. yeah. Like, his dad's a murderer and his mom's dead. So are his other two siblings. Like, mm-hmm. damn. Uh, Mary's body had been cut into six uh, distinct... Um, had been cut six had the had six distinct cuts in her in the head, hands, and arms were dreadfully bruised, and two of her fingers were broken from warding off blows. So she has defensive wounds already, mm-hmm. and, and a large gash laid open her her flesh of her right thigh as if inflicted by an axe. Mm-hmm. An attempt had been made uh, to sever the head. It seems like. Uh, and three gashes passed nearly through the neck. So this was a crime of like heated passion. This wasn't. Yeah. This was. This anger. wasn't a burglar. A burglary gone wrong. Uh, a no, this burgerly, was definitely burger. 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 Are you good? Why can't I say this word? It wasn't a rob time gone bad. It wasn't a steely time gone south. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't a theft gone thong. Uh, like, <laughs> that's my favorite porn. No, theft gone oh thong. no, that sounds bad. That sounds horrible. <laughs> I wouldn't watch. I wouldn't watch that porn. Um. So no, this wasn't a robbery gone bad. This was an act of murder, like one hundred and ten percent. Um. And so Andrew had apparently poured some of Mary's blood over his own head to make the storyline more believable. Oh, God. So, uh, uh, yeah. This goth Already. motherfucker. This black metal motherfucker. Um, um, this was evidence. Uh, this was enough evidence to charge Hellman with murder. So they did. So even though there were no forensics, this is in the, this is the 1900s. There are no forensics. They're like, this is pretty cut and dry. Yeah. Honestly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Guys, I don't know. Like we've not invented like science yet. But just seems I, seems real. This guy was just bad. He was Sus. just bad. He was just a really dumb killer, like just mm-hmm. extremely dumb. I'm sure, he just it seems like he just also did this like out of passion. I don't think he I think he had the from like his from like what it, the, the research it seems like he always had like the idea of killing his wife, mm-hmm. and his family. And I think um he, uh, I, I don't think he like planned a day to do it. I don't think the day that he did it, uh, September 26th, I don't think that, well, not September 26th, but the day that she was found, um, I don't think he pre-planned it. I think this was just a day he was just feeling the shittiest and he just decided, you know what? She said something. She, she, maybe she made him mad at some point. Maybe he just was fed up and it was just a bad day and a really bad day. And he just, I've, just killed her right then. I don't think he planned it a couple days in advance. I think he mm-hmm. just did it. Like, and just decided to do it one day. Doesn't seem mm-hmm. like he planned it. And not to get all true crimey, but I listen to a lot of true crime podcasts. And murderers give themselves, like, 
serial killers and murderers tend to give themselves like little leeways when they're trying to get used to killing. They give themselves boundaries for themselves to cross in a way. Mm. Like, which so that's why I think at with him uh, supposedly killing his two kids with poison, possibly, uh, I think that was him being like giving him a giving himself permission to okay, I can take a life. Mm-hmm. Like this is it's like okay, I took it was these a, lives. It was a practice round. Take a life. Yeah, it was a definitely. Yeah, it was a practice round. Yeah. Like I think he always intended to kill them, but I don't think he knew. He was go- I don't think he knew that it was going to be this way. I think he was probably just going, honestly, from it sounds like, he probably just wanted to poison her. Mm-hmm. I don't think he wanted to kill her. Th- I don't. He may not have wanted to kill her this brutally. I think he j- maybe just wanted to poison her, honestly. Because if he did that with his kids, it seems like that might have been his M.O. And, and then for him, but for him to jump straight to a hatchet, that is very, like, heat of the moment, crime of passion mm-hmm. style. That's just... My brain, I again, I listen to a shit ton <laughs> of, of podcasters listen to podcasts. I listen to a lot of true crime stuff. It gets me through the work day. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, so he after he was convicted, so the they were like, this is pretty cut and dry. This is this guy murdered uh, his wife. Uh, as he was awaiting trial, Andrew was held in jail in Belfont, Ohio. He was held there for 14 months. So again, still... It still take a while, a while even back then. Um, he's held there for 14 months during the cold weather. He was confined in his soul only at night. During the day, he was allowed to occupy the upper room. One cold evening in 1840, he was left upstairs longer than usual. And f- finding no fastenings on the door, he simply just walked out. <laughs> <laughs> I want to stay in the upstairs for a little bit longer. It's no, no, no. No need to be suspicious. It's it's. I just want to be up there. I like it. It's sunny. I I like the I door picture, is secure. Trust me, I'm not going to run away. I promise. I promise it's secure. I picture him like doing the cartoon thing of just like touching the door to like going eh, and can peeking out of the door corner and then just <laughs> and then just walks out. Uh, a a reward was offered for him. Uh, there was a reward of three hundred dollars. That's a lot for, of money back then. It's a lot of money back then. Um, offered for his capture, all att- though all attempts to track him down in Ohio failed. Mm-hmm. Uh, until 1843 in Ricerton, uh, Baltimore, um, in, in Ricerton in Baltimore County, Maryland. So Ricertown in Baltimore County, Maryland. Catherine Hickel was searching for her 17-year-old sister, Matilda Horn, wife of Adam Horn, age 57. Oh, oh no. Double yeah. Oh, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As I, you can already see where this is going. Mm-hmm. Uh, Catherine had not believed the story Horn told her. That Matilda, the wife, had left the house late one night, two weeks earlier, wearing just her nightdress. Already, again, this guy, we already know, Andrew Horn. Uh, Adam Horn is Andrew. Spoiler Andrew Horn. Andrew Ho- Bleh. Adam Horn is Andrew Hellman. Spoiler alert. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so this is his alias. Uh, he's not gotten any better at lying. Yeah, I'm not <laughs> suspicious. There was no murder done at all. I am. I am Adam. I'm American man. He's not done. He's not gotten any better at lying. Uh, it had snowed heavily the night that she 
um, had gone out and not, and so she would have not got, she, she couldn't have gotten far in that night, especially in her, in supposedly only her night dress when it's like a blizzard outside. Yeah, no, um, that's. Yeah, a search party was uh, sent for her. Uh, and then that search party found um, in a ditch a quarter mile from the Horn household, uh, found a coffee sack under two feet of ground. Inside it uh, was the trunk. Sorry, the, inside it was the trunk of a young woman, assuming the body, assuming it, it was the body of her sister, Catherine, and the party went back to search around the house. Inside the building attached to the house, they found another coffee bag. This one contained her arms, the arms and legs that had been severed from the torso. Uh, and though the head was not found, Catherine was able to identify her sister's foot. She notified the police who went to arrest Adam Horn for murder. It's, it's gruesome and sad, yeah. but being ident identify yeah. your sister's foot is... <laughs> from her foot... <laughs> I know it's super gruesome and sad, but that, that, but why that body part? Listen, I why know my sister's body? nasty feet. <laughs> Listen, my sister had some nasty nails and that she never kept. That's my sister. 100%. <laughs> um, uh, let's see. Um, also, apparently this guy liked his coffee. Apparently he had a lot of coffee bags lying around. Uh, they notified the police who went to arrest Adam Horn for murder, but Horn was nowhere to be found. Uh, when the police cir uh, circulated the description of Horn, he was bald, German, about, about 50, speaks broken English. Authorities noted a, similar, a similarity to Andrew Hellman of Ohio, even down to the details as he as a crooked third finger on his right hand. <laughs> uh, Horn was arrested in Philadelphia and extracted back to extradited. Sorry, excuse me, back to Maryland. Sheriff Slicer, Slicer, yeah, uh, that's a wrestler I, name I right slice there. Slice crime. <laughs> that's a Sheriff Slicer of Logan County, Ohio, arrived in Baltimore soon after to get a look at the prisoner. When Slicer went to the jail, uh, Hellman. Uh, as alias Horn recognized him. So Schleiser knew immediately it was Andrew. This guy didn't even try to hide his identity. Didn't mm -hmm. even put on a fake mustache or anything, or even a toupee. Uh, <laughs> like Horn, no, when Slicer went to the jail, Hellman, then known as Horn, recognized him and immediately greeted him as an old friend. <laughs> hey, buddy. <laughs> how, how's it going? Hey, Slicer. It's crazy we're meeting again like this. Why are you meeting you here? What's the, what's, what's the chances? Oh. Sheriff Slicer was carrying um, a requisition from, governor, from the governor of Ohio to the governor of Maryland requesting the prisoner to stand trial in Ohio for the first murder of his wife, of, the, of his first wife. Please, um, let, let, we, we caught him first. <laughs> we caught the, hey, we caught this guy first. We called dibs, dibs on giving him a trial. <laughs> trial. <laughs> um, Governor Thomas of Maryland unfortunately denied the request, and the first trial was held in Maryland. He's like, nah, you get two murders on this Fuck guy. Fuck you, Maryland. Yeah. We should have gotten it. We should have gotten it. Like, uh, 
if he escaped conviction in Maryland, they would hand him over to Ohio. So if he tried to pull the same shit again, Maryland was just going to be like, okay, take him. <laughs> yeah. Fine. Get him like, out of here. Okay, yeah, for some reason, we let him go. So I guess you can have him instead. Like, we don't want your sloppy seconds, Maryland. We don't want your sloppy murder seconds. Uh, Ohio never got the opportunity to, tr- to try Hellman Horn. Uh, and in November of 1843, he was found guilty of first-degree murder of Matilda Horn. And the following January, he was hung in the yard of, ba- of a Baltimore jail, which was witnessed by 10,000 spectators. Wow. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, that was still kind of like peak. Tracks. Well, I don't have it. We don't have anything to do today. They're going to hang a man. Let's go see it. <laughs> and the, the legend supposedly is that his ghost haunts his former home mm-hmm. in, uh, Logan, in Logan County near like Bell Fountain. Uh, it says it, it haunts the road because his home is his old home was built near MacArthur Township Road 56 in uh bell fountain it's it's un it is unfortunately i couldn't find any um reports of like sightings or anything like that there's a couple videos online of the road of people going out there but it's all like just three videos on youtube and they're like shot with their camera so i don't a hundred percent i'm just always skeptical about that kind of stuff and it's not and it's not like a little bit serious more seriously because it's the old staple of go out there at night turn your car off and he's supposedly going to run at you with a hatchet mm-hmm. like it's that standard um what like in my mind high school like haunt place like that you yeah. go to if you're near the area and you're trying to scare your you're trying to scare your friends and there really isn't much about it's not like it's its own crybaby bridge where there is a bunch of stories about it. It was just like that because yeah, it mainly focuses on this guy lived in Ohio and he murdered two families basically mm-hmm. like, and that is the story. of Andrew Hellman, the hatchet man of Ohio. So his house isn't standing anymore. It's just that there's no. like the, you go to the road that his house supposedly is. had his first house. Yeah. Okay. Okay. His house is not standing anymore. And it and I don't even think it has um like the foundation. I don't even think the foundation is still there. Mm-hmm. Because like because in there's sometimes you can see like the foundation of houses in like, for example, Salem. Uh there is the foundation of some houses in Salem, and there's also a foundation of a house that burned down in on uh, my favorite Morningstar Road, there's still a you can still find the foundation of a supposedly house that burned down that killed a bunch that killed a family. But in Andrew's house, for example, just there's no the foundation isn't even still there. So it could not be a his house could have never been there. This specific pot. It could also mm-hmm. just be that thing where people knew of the story and it's a good campfire ghost story. Honestly, yeah. Um, I was able to, to find to a haunting. I was able to find uh, Mary's grave. Yeah, you can find the all of the people, all the, their graves. They buried Andrew in an unmarked grave in Baltimore. Yeah, his his in Baltimore, but uh, Mary's still in uh, it's Huntsville at mm-hmm. Herod Cemetery. Where the so were the kids, so were the two kids. Mm-hmm. Or they're right next door, I think. And yeah, you can find their graves. Yeah, they and they, when Andrew was killed, he was buried, of course, in an unmarked grave in Baltimore. 
Mm -hmm. You can't find his grave anymore because he was a murderer and he was a piece of shit. Yeah, so. <laughs> like we don't want you to know <laughs> where this guy cares? is. Yeah, they, they, they anticipated the weird like serial killer stand thing that ha has that's happened. We're like, we don't want anybody uh, to come find this guy. Like that, that shit interests me. But like, I'm not like I've never been a person that ever. I never understood collecting. They call that murderbilia. Uh, it's called murderbilia in the community, and I've never understood that. Yeah, that like the weirdness of like serial killer fandom is. It's, I it's, will I mean, not fully. I will never fully understand that. There's a there's something to be said. I think about like um, being interested in 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 murder and like in the true crime aspect of it. I think that, and as long as it doesn't go too far, like collecting of murderabilia and like basically uh, thinking that Jeffrey Dahmer was hot, like or like, or and like treating it like. It's it, like Celebrity. another, like it's another cop, like yeah, like it's a just a, a amusement property, like yes. like it's Disney movies or something like that. When, pe when people treat it, treat this kind of stuff like it is a movie, basically, mm -hmm. and like these people didn't like. It's like no, this isn't a movie. They, it's not like you're. It's not like Hannibal Lecter. It's not like that. That guy is completely fictitious. So mm -hmm. like, it's not like you can be a you can be a Hannibal Lecter fan and and it be fine. Or you can be a slasher fan, like I'm a big Jason fan and a big Freddy fan. Like you can be those, mm -hmm. like, but we know that they're monsters. But like going out of your way to be a Jeffrey Dahmer, a John Wayne Gacy fan, uh, like it's like no, the uh, these people, these guys killed a bunch of people. Like you should not want to like, like you should not hold them on a high regard. They're they're terrible pieces of human trash. Yeah. Like, and the, the and emphasis usually ends up going on the killer, not on the victims. And yeah, it's exactly it can get really gross really fast. Exactly. Because, again, I'm again, I'm interested in I'm interested in true crime and I listen to the podcasts, but like I'm not mm -hmm. on this high horse of like, oh, man, it's, it's like Jeffrey Dahmer was so cool. It's like, no, he was a piece of shit. Mm -hmm. and, and it gets there's there's this weirdness where like I where I kind of find that stuff more interesting is the the weird overlap between like true crime serial killers and the parapolitical like um the weirdness with uh the Yorkshire Ripper yeah, how, yeah, yeah, yeah how he seemed to have gotten absolutely buried by the police and they just did not try to do anything to find this guy mm -hmm. uh yep and that, that's the kind of stuff where I find it more because it, it, it points at like a system like a systemic issue in regards mm -hmm. to crime uh, who matters and like when like what victims matter yeah versus what victims do the police feel like eh, it's not a big deal it was just that was just a prostitute we don't care exactly uh, and i i don't i can't really point exactly why like i'm interested i might the only thing i can think of like off my head is like i want to say like i'm just interested in the fact that some it's it's just so crazy to me that a a human being could just do things mm -hmm. like this and just and just the what they what their lives were to turn them into something like that yeah like it's 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 fascinating to me like wow i cannot believe someone this evil and this horrible existed like and they got away with it for so long just wait, like, until, just wait until you get them to my level with the cork boards and you start going, oh, 
was the Zodiac a CIA thing? Oh my god. <laughs> um, if some, someone were to, um, someone were to like sit me down and like try to prove it to me, I I'd listen. Uh, be open and you can get this as an audiobook. I listened to it. Chaos mm-hmm. by Tim O'Neill, I think is his name. Mm-hmm. Um, is basically a pretty good uh, argument to be made that Charles Manson, while the actions he took weren't necessarily like sanctified by the government, that he was basically kind of like a CIA FBI asset. Not like not like directly worked for them, but he was kind of some like a tool that they were using. Weird, because like that is weird. Yeah, there's a lot. There's a lot with with Manson in regards to like he should have been arrested. He was breaking like parole multiple times. And yeah, they 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 kind of were like, oh, no, we just don't talk about we don't talk about Charlie. Like (laughs) He's just he was just a dumb he was just a dumb hippie that wanted to like get laid a lot. And all of a sudden he's in charge of a of a commune like Mm -hmm. he he didn't he wasn't a people like like to paint him as like this mastermind he wasn't he wasn't like a criminal mastermind or like he was just some hippie that wanted to party with the beach boys and get laid and then all of a sudden he's like oh i'm like in charge of a bunch of people now i mean i guess it'd be cool if we all went out to the desert and like when the, oh, and like the, the and whatever the connection he has into like the weirder aspects of the intelligence community, like uh, Wally, Doctor Wally West, who was kind of like adjacent to MK Ultra, LSD experiments, no. uh, <laughs> and uh, not Wally, Jolly, his name Jolly West, and <laughs> he was the guy who killed an elephant by giving it way too much LSD just to see what would happen. Basically, That's why also, they did. It. The and guy he, was all that. He was also the doctor who interviewed Jack Ruby after Jack Ruby shot uh, Lee Harvey Oswald. Oh, wow. West was the guy who interviewed Ruby and was like, Ruby's crazy. <laughs> I highly, to you, you know, I highly, if you're interested in MK Ultra stuff, the podcast of Last Podcast on the Left, they do like five episodes deep dive on MK Ultra. Oh, yeah. MK Ultra is a whole other, like, Whew. There's there's stuff to suggest that or or some people theorize that maybe Mothman was an NK Ultra experiment. Oh my god. Uh, which is the sadder the version. Uh, of that. Like, it is probably the creepier version, the creepier possibility, but also like the most boring like the most, it's the most boring, boring one. Yeah. <laughs> I like enough, to think like CIA plot. I like to think but, that it was like my favorite, that it's probably not accurate, because but my favorite like version of the Mothman is the fact that it was a government, that it was like some kind of gene splicing experiment. Mm-hmm. Or like, or I would also be okay with that it, it is a creature from another dimension. Mm-hmm. That is also my favorite thing. Yeah, and, and the, the, when I lean paranormal, it is like I kind of go with the John Keel ultra terrestrial theory for. Yeah, same. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I also can see a good argument for the. Um, Ghost Stories at the End of the World podcast I listened to. Mm. One of their one of his older Halloween episodes, he talks about Mothman and he goes for the uh, the CIA MK Ultra experiment because we do have evidence that the CIA actually there's a town in France back in mm. the 50s that had basically remember you know like the stories of the dancing sickness. Yes, like, uh, that, yes. That, like from medieval times. This was a yes. modern example of that and then there was 
there's evidence to suggest that the CIA had uh, dosed the like dosed the entire town with LSD either through the water supply or through uh, aerial like spraying it in the air. God. Um, and so we know they were they were doing that kind of stuff. And so the po- the potential for that to have happened in Point Pleasant mm-hmm. is not zero. Like, like it's not a zero percent yeah. chance for me. I was like, oh yeah, that makes sense. And then they would maybe release a large bird into the region and have their agents go out there and act really mm-hmm. weird. Uh, yep. So yeah, that's, that's, and so that's, that's where me and true crime intersect is like, what, mm. what is the fricking, what, what's the government doing now? Remember kids, if you ever find yourself saying the government wouldn't do that. Oh they yes. Pro- oh, they, they would. Have done so much. Uh, <laughs> oh, we're just going to spray all of San Francisco with bacteria to see what would happen. Yeah. We're just gonna, yeah, we're just gonna do that to see what would happen. We're, and we're also, we're also just gonna use a dye, a red dye, and spray that all over just to see what would happen. Yeah, you never know. We just never we're curious. Know. Oh, and all those guys that we fought against in World War II, um, we're gonna bring them over. We hired them all. We hired them all. We just hired them all, and that's how we got to the moon. That's not a conspiracy. That's actually what happened. Yeah, they hired a bunch of, uh, they hired a bunch of Nazis from World War II. And that's how we got to the moon. That is legitimately how it happened. Looping us like, back to to Hellman. Just don't trust don't, don't trust Germans. Don't. <laughs> that's no. I'm sure all Germans are no. Like it's that was just I'm one so, guy. I am but, very well, it German was a group myself. Of guys. So. It was a it was a group of guys. It was it yeah. was a group of guys, uh, and some women. Um, <laughs> but like, uh, don't no. We, we Germany is great. Love Germany. But Nazis are bad. Nazis Pretzels, are what's awesome. Pretzels, awesome. Beer, great. Lederhosen, that's your thing. Well, I it's want fun. some later. <laughs> but Nazis are bad. It's okay to punch Nazis. Punch Nazis. Contra- punch so many controversial Nazi. stances on this episode. Serial killers so are many. bad. <laughs> punch Nazis. Are worse. <laughs> punch Nazis. It's okay. Punch your local Nazi. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> So if you have a story about punching a local Nazi or yes. uh, the CIA doing weird shit in your town uh, or ghosts, they could be German. They could be, they could German be Irish. They could be dog. I, I, they could be dogmen. Dog, dogman dog story. Dogman ghosts. We've not oh, done a dogman dog for a while. We go- need to do like Germantown dogman. We do. Because I mean, I uh, love me a good werewolf story. I was just thinking about, I was thinking about like next things I want to do. I'm like, we've not done a dog band. We've not done a UFO for a while. I might try to do. I know. A UFO I've been episode. trying to look for uh, a UFO, a new UFO story. Trying to look for I'm a also UFO story too. I'm also feeling the, uh, the call of Kelly Hopkinsville. I feel, oh, I feel like I want to take a trip to Kentucky. The Hopkinsville goblins case. Yeah. I, I feel, I'm feeling, uh, if we want to lean into Ian's, if we want to lean into air, Ian's, uh, parapolitical stuff, we could do cocaine bear. Oh, Coke. I need to see that uh-huh. movie. I need to see that movie too. I also need to I need read to see that uh, movie. I need to read that book, The Bluegrass Conspiracy. But yeah, so that I'm I'm feeling I want to keep doing Ohio stuff, but I'm feeling the I'm feeling the Kentucky call. I feel like if we just start a Patreon, that'll be another way for us to like go to these haunted places and and oops, now we're amateur paranormal investigators <laughs> who also wrestle. We're going to be wrestlers and we're going to be paranormal investigators, which is the, just the coolest TV show. Which is just the best TV show, Ghost Slam. Uh-huh. <laughs> ghost slammers ghost slammers spirit slam spirit slammers i'm gonna power would, bomb the hatchet man ghost i would watch that every single <laughs> week i would watch 
ghost hunting wrestling wrestlers. I would watch it. So, yeah, if you've got any ghost stories you want us to talk about, uh, if you've seen a Bigfoot or know somebody who saw a a, a weird little guy in the forest, <laughs> uh, let us know. Send us uh, an email at hauntedbackyardcast at gmail.com or any of our social media accounts, um, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, Our Haunted Backyard. You can find us there. Yep. Uh, but, yeah, thank you, Eric, for the Hatchet Man story. Uh, of whoop, whoop. Whoop, whoop. <laughs> whoop, whoop, indeed. <laughs> I wish and I had some you. Fago. And <laughs> <laughs> uh, thank you all for listening. Until next time. Hi, everyone. Stay spooky. Stay nice. Bye-bye. Bye.